Test, test.
Well, good morning and welcome to Chapel Grace. We invite you to stand and sing with us. It's a, it's a blessing and honor to be with each other this morning to sing praises because God is deserving all the time. Amen. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone, Christ alone. What is our only confidence? That our souls to Him belong. Who holds our days within His hand? What comes apart from His command? And what will keep us to the end the love of christ in which we stand oh sing hallelujah our hope springs eternal oh sing hallelujah now and ever we confess christ our hope in life and death What truth can calm the troubled soul? God is good, God is good. Where is his grace and goodness known? In our great Redeemer's blood, who holds our faith when fears arise, who stands above the stormy trial? Who sends the waves that bring us nigh unto the shore, the rock of Christ? Oh, sing, oh, sing, hallelujah. Our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing, hallelujah. Now and ever we confess. Christ, our hope in life and death. Unto the grave, what shall we sing? Christ, he lives, Christ, he lives. And what reward will heaven bring? Everlasting life with him. There we will rise to meet the Lord. Then sin and death will be destroyed. And we will feast in endless joy. When Christ is ours forevermore. Oh, sing hallelujah. Our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing hallelujah. Now and ever we confess. Christ, our hope in life and death. Oh, sing. Oh, sing hallelujah. Our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing hallelujah. Now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death. Now and ever we confess 
Christ our hope in life and death. Colossians. 3.16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So one of the ways we can let the word of Christ richly dwell in us is by singing the word of Christ to the Lord and in the presence of one another. So let's, as we're doing that, just know the word of Christ, we're desiring for it to dwell in us richly because when that happens, then we can truly put off the old self and put on that new self that God's creating in us. So we're going to sing all creatures of our God and King. Creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Oh, praise Him! Alleluia! Thou burning sun with golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Let all things their Creator bless, and worship Him in Father, praise the Son, and praise the Spirit, three in one. Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Washed by his blood, come and rejoice in his great love. Oh, praise him, Alleluia. Christ has defeated every sin. Cast all your burdens now.
the whole 
sing of his amazing grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Good morning, good morning. Welcome. I am Misty. I am not Kelly. Obviously a big height difference, but Pastor Bruce and Kelly are having some time away, little vacation time, and so my hubby and I are filling in today. 
So I <laughs> um, just want to welcome everyone. Thank you for coming to Chapel Grace. And if you are a first-time visitor, we have these connect cards that are in the pews that we'd like you to fill out. You bring them out to the welcome table, and we've got a welcome gift um, that we would like to give you for coming to um, church this morning. Uh, all right, so for our announcements, so... We have our giving. You can text to give, and the amount that you want to give, and then you text it to 84321. And we also have our box in the back for those that want to give that way to do that. If you have any questions about setting up your account with our new giving, um, that we have our new app, and we're running it through Church Center. You can see all the events that are coming up. You can register for those events. You can take a look at all the small groups that we have and the events that they have going on. And all of this is in one place. So if you need more information or you need help logging in on that, you can speak with Axiel. He's in our Grace Kids check-in most of the time. Or you can come to the office and we can help you with that as well. For Upcoming events that we want to remind everybody of, we have today at 3 p.m. We are doing a Super Bowl watch party here at the church. It's going to be upstairs in our youth room, so we're encouraging everyone to come out, have a great time of fellowship, enjoy the game, bring your favorite dish that you would like to share with everybody. This Wednesday, we have our community food giveaway, 9 a.m., and if you are interested in volunteer with that, you would see Del Morris or Vandis Ford to get connected to where they need the most help. This coming Friday, we've got our monthly ladies bunko, and it will be at my house this time, so if you are interested in going, you can reach out to me. I can get you address directions how to get there. Wednesday, February 22nd, we are doing a men's, tri a men's camp tri-tip dinner fundraiser. Tickets are available. Some men already have them. We'll be selling them after church. $15 to help the men go to camp in March. All right, we've got three weeks left to accept your donations for the Mops Yard Sale. That is happening March 4th, so you can bring your donations into the office. We've got a good amount of stuff, but we do have room for some more items. If you need help with arrangements of picking up items, call the office, and I will arrange that with some of our leadership in Mops or some of the men that have been helping to get those items and bring them to the church. But this is uh, an event that helps us raise money to sponsor our moms that are not able to come to our, our pay for our annual fees that we have for MOPS because it is an international organization. So we have dues that we do have to pay to MOPS and it helps us be able to do outreaches throughout the community with the moms and letting them know that there is a faith-based organization here in our community that loves them and wants to be there, come alongside them as they are going through motherhood and the different stages of life, and that we are sharing the message that Jesus loves them and God loves them just as much and even more than we do. All right, and with that, then we have the men's camp, and we've got a promo video for that.
Worship. Okay. All right. So if you're a guy, I'm not Vandas Ford because he's like, come to Mitch Camp. Do it. You know, so I'm not like that, but you know. Uh, if you're a guy, come to Men's Camp. Uh, we'd love to uh, have you set up, register, um, help us out with that fundraiser, help us get to camp. Um, so, really good. Um, I know, you know, I'm thankful that you guys are here. Of all the other things you could be doing today, you're here, and I appreciate that. Um, so, I'm going to pray, and we're just going to go ahead and jump into this and get started. Well, dear Heavenly Father, God, we just uh, thank you for this day. Truly, it is a day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And Lord, I just uh, pray that you would just be with us here, that you would minister by the power of your word, your truth, uh, by the power of your spirit, that you would just minister to people's hearts, that you would lead and guide everything that's said today, oh God, to just bring glory and honor to you, oh God. May everything that we do, uh, may we be intentional about everything that we say, and everything that we do. And uh, Lord, we just give you this service. Lord, pray a blessing over everyone here and even those who can't make it uh, for Pastor Bruce and that you would protect him and his family, keep him safe on his little vacation. And, um, and Lord, we pray for all those who couldn't be here. We pray that you would minister to them and uh, bring them back here safely, oh God. And so Lord, Truly, this is a day that I give glory and honor to you, and let's be about that. So we just give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So once again, I, I would like to invite you to the Super Bowl party as well after church. The church is invited. Um, we'll be upstairs in the youth room, like Misty said. Uh, all that we ask is bring something. Bring something to share. Um, you know, if you have some chili that, you know, that you could just whip up real quick, just not spicy, okay? I can't handle that. But, you know, if you could bring some chili, that'd be great. Um, did I say chili? <laughs> bring your favorite dish, dessert, maybe even some drinks or something that we can share so that we can have a good time watching the game and fellowshipping together. So, as you can see, my title for the sermon today is Intentional Love. Um, I thought it was appropriate that we continue on the subject of love as Valentine's approaches. Now, me and Misty don't really celebrate Valentine's, but we do use it as a reminder about being intentional about going on a date. It was like, all right, babe, where are we going? We're going to go, we're going to, go to lunch, or we're going to go to dinner. Um, that way I can say a date. Long time we had, we were just doing some, just counseling, you know, and stuff, and they're like, you guys need to go on more dates. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, eat out, woohoo, all right, cool. Um... So, uh, well, years ago, one year in particular, um, I can remember the courting days, okay? So this is a long time ago, a galaxy far, far away. Uh, one year in particular, we both got each other the same Valentine's Day bear. Uh, it was a white bear, probably about this tall. It had a little heart nose and little hearts on the feet. Oh, so cute. Um, anyways, I just remember that, so that's extra. Um, so, how I came to this title, I want to tell you guys, um, Misty, every year, about two years ago, she started to incorporate a word of the year for her life, and she told me that in watching her planning videos, planner videos, 
others were making a word that described something that they could aspire to, to give focus, uh, deeper meaning in their life, and so they would choose a word for the year. So for this year, watching others and what their words were, there was one word that resonated with her, and the word intentional. A very powerful word that makes you think about how this can apply to your life. Now God, time, money, resources, all our stuff, uh, church, family, your work, business, friends. I tell you what, this, this, this word has kind of changed our life. It's just about uh, how we view our perspective of what we're doing, what we're spending our time on, what, what, what do we value. And so we want to be intentional with everything that we say and the things that we do, the things that we have. We want it to be intentional. So how to be intentional with all the different areas of our lives. So I told Misty that I needed to preach about love and asked her if I could use her word of the year to make the title for today's sermon, Intentional Love. Well, the rest is history because we're here and the title is Intentional Love. So that's how we came up with that. So, so if we're going to be intentional about showing and expressing love, we have to go to the source of love and that is God. I mean, who best to show an example and tell us what love is and what it looks like anyways? I mean, are we not to follow his example, how he shows love, how he expresses love? So we're going to talk about some of the qualities of God's love. In fact, I should have probably called it intentional qualities of love, of God's love, and consider how these qualities relate to you personally. So the five qualities of God's love, of course, is not exhaustive, but, you know, we have a certain amount of time because people want to watch the game. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, for the service, okay. So number one, his love is relational. God's love is relational. He made you, he formed you, planned for your existence, created you with gifts and talents, he created you for his purpose. And whether you know it or not, it is a blessing. Psalm 139, 13 through 16 says, For you, God, speaking of God, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. It's encouraging to know that God had a plan and a purpose for your life, that he loved you, he created you, made you with distinct plans. Because he was intentional about it, right? God created us for relationships, if you didn't know. You are first and foremost on his mind. That he would have a relationship with you. Now, if you, want it, if you wanted it, if you wanted a relationship with him. Now, God also created us so we could have relationships with each other. God also created us so we could have 
Well, uh, God knew how important relationships are in our lives, but also how important it is that we would choose to love one another. I mean, that is what we wrestle with sometimes, right? I mean, do we really have to love them? Do I really have to love him? Do I really have to love her? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you do. God thought it was so important to love each other that he just outright commanded it. And that settled it. That is intentional. John 13, 34 through 35. says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another even as I have loved you, that you also love one another by that By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It's a distinguishing mark. Love should be a quality seen in our lives every day. I mean, what separates us from the world? If God lives in us, then love will flow out from us to others if we allow him. I mean, just look at how our world's culture and the character of people have changed. And this is just within our lifetime. The Bible speaks of the last days of how most of people's love will grow cold. It will fade out, die out. So I tell you, we need the Holy Spirit in our lives, the fruits of the Holy Spirit operating in our lives. And Pastor mentioned this verse not too long ago. First John 4, 7 through 8. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God, and whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. He's the source. He's the one that we go to. He's the one that created it. He's the one that made it. And... We need it, and we need to give it out. Jesus made it clear, despite the culture of their day, about the extent of to whom love should be given. God showed us the perfect example of how he loved us, even when we were his enemies, and we know how his love, his grace, has totally and utterly changed our lives, my life. God, has, God set his standard on love, in Matthew 5, 43 through 48, says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Seems kind of contrary to the culture, doesn't it? For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect." I have a story for you about how uh, love can change lives and God's love can change lives. 
I work at the prison, and it can be an overwhelmingly negative place. Within my first couple of years, I was working in a building on the night shift, which most of my career has been. Um, One of my partners that I worked with a couple nights a week would spend a lot of time just trash-talking me. Now, it shocked me that I could stay, or it shocked him how... I could stay silent most of the time with no comebacks to defend myself. You see the other guy I worked with, with I worked with him too, and they were used to bashing each other, each other and trashing, talking, trash talking each other all night. So that was just part of what they did and they get thrown into that. Now this impacted me to the point I didn't like working with him and I didn't want to go to work because of it. Now I wish I had a, a better middle uh, to the story, but do you know what happened? I started trash talking back. (laughs) Um, He would dish it out, and I would dish it right back. This is years ago, okay? So um, I needed to grow, and at that time, I didn't know what to do. I hadn't experienced something like that before. I mean, we're sitting right next to each other for eight hours a night, almost eight hours a night, every night. So, but thankfully, I can tell you that it is not the end of the story. I mean, we had changed jobs. I mean, I don't remember how many years ago, but we had some time to talk and come to find out uh, he gave his life to the Lord. And I was shocked. I mean, at that time, I didn't think it was possible with his attitude and his demeanor. Um, That's how I used to think. But if there's something that I know now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is that God's love changes people. It changes relationships. And that's why love is so important. We need to love. We need to love the outcast, love our enemies, love the unlovable, and love our neighbor. In light of this, I think of the song Speak Life by Toby Mack. I mean, listen to the lyrics. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing. But, you know, if my, son, if my son's up here, yeah, he, he's like the singer, so. It says, Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. You know what's crazy amazing? We can turn, it says our heart, but I said we can turn a heart through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Hope can live or die. So speak life. Speak life to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life. Speak life. When the sun won't shine and you don't know why, look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch them come alive as soon as you speak life. You speak love. You speak. You speak life. You speak life. There's some O's, but I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh... Some days the tongue gets twisted. Other days my thoughts just fall apart. I do, I don't, I will, I won't. It's like I'm drowning in the deep. Well, it's crazy to imagine words from my lips as the arms of compassion. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Hope can live or die. Ooh, I'm getting emotional with this song. So speak life, speak life to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life, speak life. When the sun won't shine and you don't know why, look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch them come alive 
As soon as you speak hope, you speak love, you speak, you speak life, you speak life. Lift your head a little higher, spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire. Joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. So speak life, speak life. To the deadest, darkest night, speak life, speak life. When the, when the sun won't shine, and you don't know why. Look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch them come alive as soon as you speak hope, you speak love, you speak life. Powerful. I wish, you know, all of us wish we could go back and go back to these certain situations. How would you live those with knowledge or a lot of my time and my Years before really committing to my life to the Lord, I mean, every other word's a cuss word, and you know, I used my words to tear people down. It was easy. It didn't take much effort. Then I was like, see how much damage and destruction it does. It's horrible. But then I also see the potential now where your words can move people and grow people and change people's hearts to give them hope, to give them peace, to spread love. No, that leads us to number two. His love is everlasting. God's love is everlasting. If we can have assurance of anything, of course there are many assurances because God is God and because of who He is, He can be trusted. We can be sure that the love of God is not going anywhere. The love of God is endless and it will always be there. We are told that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Separate us from God's love. The love of God is not something that comes and goes. His love is everlasting. Definitely praise God for that. It never runs out. Got love? Need love? God has enough, and God is enough. Romans 8, 31-39 What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died, yes, rather was raised who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us, who will separate us from the love of Christ. Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, nakedness or peril or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, we over, over, overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor, nor height, 
nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And number three, his love is unconditional. God's love is unconditional. The love God has for us is not based on anything we have done or will do. There is no requirement for God to love us. God chooses to show his love for us even when we are not deserving of it. It is not that we loved him, but he loved us first as we see in 1 John 4. We were still sinners when Christ died for us as we will see in this verse. Romans chapter 5, 6 through 11. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us. And this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only in this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. I tell you what, powerful. God's love is about reconciling us to himself. Number four. His love is redeeming. God's love is redeeming because of God's great love for us. God's love is redeeming because of God's great love for us. I mean, that's how we got saved. I mean, what is it that led you to Christ? John three sixteen. Informs us about how God loved all the world that he sent his son to die for us and that when we place our faith in him we can have everlasting life. John 3, 16 through 19. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Most of us heard this verse all of our lives in the church. In verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict that light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. What keeps us from Jesus what keeps us from freedom in Christ Jesus? Verse 19 again. This is the verdict that light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Sin is a mess. It keeps us from drawing close to the Lord. And we have to decide to choose. In the Bible, we see the love of Jesus on display in John chapter 8, 1 through 11. And I love this story. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning 
he came again into the temple, and all the people were coming to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, and having set her in the center of the court, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery, in the very act. Now in the law Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? And they were saying this, testing him, so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped, stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him be first, be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down, stooped down and rode on the ground. And when they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones, and he was left alone and the woman where she was in the center of the court. Straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, No. No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on and sin no more. God's redeeming love gives us hope in the midst of judgment and condemnation. Jesus' love forgives. The heart of God draws us to himself and sets us on the right path to follow him. Number five. His love is sacrificial. God's love is sacrificial. Jesus Christ said he is the good shepherd and he gives his life for his sheep. Greater love than no one than this than to lay, one, lay down one's life for his friends as we see in this verse, John 15, 12 through 17. So this is my commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that one lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain. So whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. This I command you, that you love one another. I had a conversation about relationships and about being a slave to God, but there's actually even something better than submitting ourselves to God and, and being in obedience. It's being a friend of God. You know, he calls us a friend of his. Amazing. In Matthew 16, 24 through 26. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life will, for my sake, find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, as we pull all of this together, looking at God's love for us, how he shows and expresses to us his faithful love, how his love is intentional, 
how is your love? Is it intentional to God, to others, to family, to coworkers, to friends? I mean, where can you show more intentional love in your relationships? How about relying on God's everlasting love? Do you need a refill? Did you know that there is unlimited refills with God, right? Will you choose to give love unconditionally? Jesus did that for you. Even for me. Do you need to forgive someone? Are you holding on to some onto some unforgiveness for several people that you can think of right now? I would tell you, choose love. Choose to forgive. Like Jesus was an intentional and chose to offer you forgiveness by dying on the cross for your sins. To love is to sacrifice, is to give up, to give, to receive. So what's in your heart today? You know, I always think about this question is like, if today was my last day on earth, would it make a difference in who I am? Would it make a difference about what I would do? Oh, yeah. You know, if I knew today was my last day, there's a lot of things that change. There's kind of only one thing that matters is making sure that as many people know Jesus. That's the only thing that would matter. There's nothing more important than people having a relationship with Christ and not going to hell. Man, I hope your heart would be the same way. How would you live your life? Would your life change? Would your life be different if you knew that today was your last day? Or what if Jesus were to return today? Or tomorrow, we don't know. But how would your life be different? Would your life be different? How would you live your life? Why not now? Are you living that life now? What could be different? What's stopping you? What's holding you back? So God loves you and desires the best for you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. God still loves you regardless of your past, your present. We should live our life with purpose and intentionality. Please choose to spread the love of God everywhere, every day, every hour, every minute, and while we're at it, every second of your life. Let's pray. Well, dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for your word, thank you for your truth, and we thank you that you're an intentional about loving us. Your grace, your mercy, your truth uh, to pull us up from the muck and the mire, to wash us off, to cleanse us, to make us right before you so we can have a relationship with you, uh, so we can do great and mighty things for you, Lord God. Uh, help us, Lord God, to be intentional about everything that we say and do. May we be intentional about not taking the glory for ourselves, but giving you the glory that we would deny ourselves so you could be glorified, that you would reign supreme in our hearts, in our lives, that you would be the, that you would use our speech and our words to help encourage, to lift up, to build up, 
to speak life and hope, to speak about who you are, to be bold and to be courageous, Lord, to be courageous to share the gospel, that you died on the cross for our sins, that you came to save us, that we would have life in you, that we wouldn't be dead and we wouldn't be stagnant, that we would be alive with life, and that we would choose to give the love that you've given to us and to spread it to our uh, everyone that we come in contact with for your glory. So Lord, as we close, Lord, today, Lord God, we just pray your blessing over everyone here, Lord. Just minister by the power of your word, Lord God, and touch people's lives, Lord. Fill them with your love. Fill us with your love, Lord God. That way we can be uh, effective outreach. Help us to love one another. Help us to grow. Help us to learn. Help us to mature. Help us just to be about your business, Lord, that we'd have no shame. If you came back today, we'd have no shame that we lived our life the way that you called us to. That we would live walking in your love, walking in your truth. Lord, we just thank you for everything, Lord God. And we pray your blessing over this whole congregation. That we just have, give us more of you, Lord God. We need you so much. And we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Worthy of every song. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Jesus, the name. Jesus, the name above every other. Every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you.
to be in you, Lord, today. Oh, God, we just uh, thank you for this service. We give you the praise. Be with everyone here, Lord God. And if there's anyone 
searching out, seeking, that they would just call out to you and ask for you to forgive them right now. God's going to speak, give you the words to speak to him. You just talk to him. Reach out to Jesus. We don't know how much time we have left in our life. Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Make me right with you. Give me peace that I need in my life. Give me direction. Give me wisdom. Give me purpose. Why am I here? I do all those things for you. Because he loves you. close today, Lord, just pray your blessing over everyone, keep everyone safe, and bring us all back next Sunday if that's your plan, your goal, help us to grow deeper, closer with you, and we just give you all the praise, Lord, thank you for today, just give you all the praise in Jesus' name, pray, amen.